Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. We all are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells in you. And so we need to take care of our body. And there in 1 Corinthians 6.19, that verse really spoke to me as I was praying uh, about taking care of my physical body when I was in my 20s about, well, when I first became a Christian, about stop drinking and doing drugs and smoking and all those sort of things because it seemed like that God wants me to take care of my physical body. God gave you the physical body that you have as a tool so that you can use it to accomplish his purposes, love people, bless people. And even today, that verse still speaks to me. I just read a book last week about, you know, eating healthy. And so I'm still inspired today by, uh, you know, 1 Corinthians 6 uh, to exercise and to eat healthy. And, uh, you know, my wife, she sometimes asks me, like, why do you want to eat healthy? I'm like, because we're a temple of the Holy Spirit. If you can tell yourself that drinking vodka is good and then lighting a piece of thing on fire, a cigarette, and smoking it and tell yourself that's good, you can smoke a cigarette, drink vodka, and then snort and, snort and smoke other things and tell yourself it's good, well, then shouldn't I be able to, when I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, eat some spinach and, <laughs> and some salad and some healthy food and tell myself that's good, right? Because sometimes I'll eat some healthy food and people are like, ooh, you eat that? I'm like, well, spinach is way less, eat, it's way less harsh to eat than drinking vodka, right? And so my logic is, well, when I was a heathen, I did that. And since now I'm filled with the Spirit, I should eat healthy, right? So uh, I, now I, I try to eat healthy and I don't care whatever it is, you know, spinach, salad, salmon. I used to hate salmon. And now we eat it once or twice a week, right? Why? Because it's good for you. I like it now. But anyway, here's the thing. You just need to think about God created you with a, for a, with a plan and a purpose. He has a plan for your life. And part of that plan does not involve self-destruction, <laughs> right? Now, that's what the devil wants. The Bible says that the devil wants to kill, steal, and to destroy. So when you think about anything that comes into a person's life that ruins their life, destroys their life, that's not from God, right? And so that's what Paul's saying. In verse 18, he says, Let no one deceive you. If among you you seem to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. And he says that over and over again. We read it last week. For it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, and they are futile. So in verse 19, the wisdom of the world is foolishness to God. Now, there is a never-ending supply of illustrations for the foolishness of the world to share with you, right? Because here's the thing. In general, in the world, we have... The educated elite, the politicians, right? The university professors and the experts, and they make decisions for all the rest of us. And, uh, and, and the Bible says that a lot of that is foolishness. Now, uh, I just read today, well, I told you guys a while back, in 2020, 58% uh, of the voters in Oregon passed Measure 110. 
and they decriminalized possession of small amounts of hard drugs such as heroin, meth, cocaine, and fentanyl. So Oregon, uh, about a year and a half ago, said, you know what? The experts have said that fentanyl and heroin and cocaine are not that bad, so we want all the citizens in Oregon to be free to, you know, use that. So the new law made the possession of those substances no, uh, no longer a felony but a Class E violation, the equivalent to a, a traffic ticket, a punishable by a $100 fine. But if you get busted with those drugs, then all you have to do is call into a help hotline and say, I need help, okay, and then they wipe off the fine. Anyway, so why did they do that? Why did they say that fentanyl, cocaine, heroin, and I told you before how much you could have, and it's a ridiculous amount. It's like 40 hits of LSD. Every citizen in Oregon needs that. But here's the thing. Why, why did they pass that law, right? You think about that. Why did they pass that law? Well, I'm going to tell you why. The wisdom of the world is foolishness in God's eyes because they're following the science, right? Now, the expert said in 2020 it will be good for the citizens of Oregon to be able to pack around, you know, two grams of cocaine, one gram of heroin, and 40 hits of LSD. That'll be good for you. Now you're like, Pastor Bob, we think you're exaggerating right now. Okay, well, read this. It says more than, and more than 100 organizations endorse Measure 110, including the Oregon Chapter of American College of Physicians, Oregon Nurses Association, Oregon School Psychologists Association, Oregon Academy of Family Physicians, and, of course, the ACLU and other super hypo-liberals. It doesn't say that, but, all right. Uh, so we have the ACU that wants everything liberal. But those are the experts, right? Those are the doctors, the professors. They all said, we're going to follow the science, and for everybody to have fentanyl and heroin and cocaine, it's going to be good. Now, I'm going to ask you, what do you think the results are after 16 months of them legalizing this? Now, I'm going to do a little survey. How many of you think that the citizens in Oregon are healthier and happier and less addicted to drugs? Raise your hand. All right, you're smart because you go to church here. Right, here's the thing. I read a Fox News report today. 16 months later, after this happened, year and a half, drug overdose deaths hit an all-time high in 2021. That was just a year later, right? 1,069, a 41% increase from 2020. And very few people are getting into treatment. According to the Lund Report, uh, after one year, less than 1% of those are helped by Measure 110. And now, it's just crazy, right? How many of you, raise your hand, how many of you thought back in 2020 when I told you about that, that you thought, this is going to be good for those citizens. Everybody needs a couple of hits of fentanyl. <laughs> right? Wisdom of the world is idiotic, right? Uh, Portland, Oregon's largest city, population 641,000. So Portland's population is about the same as the Treasure Valley. Recorded and uh, set an all-time record of 90 murders in 2021. Now, I was going to look up how many murders we had in the Treasure Valley in 2021, but I guarantee it's not 90, right? And the police in Multnomah County linked these murders to Measure 110, saying that there's been a rise of homicides tied to drug turf wars between gangs. So is that better for the people? They're following the science. All the experts, the doctors, the psychiatrists, they all said it's better for them, right? Oregon has 4.2 million people, and it has the second highest drug abuse rate of any state in the United States, right? Now, do you think that's connected to legalizing hard drugs? Well, obviously, yes, right? I mean, if you were to tell all the kids in all the high schools in the Treasure Valley, hey, you all can go get 40 hits of acid, put it in your pocket, legal, and one gram of Coke, and one gram of heroin, and one gram of meth, and I mean, it's just, it's to me, wh when it says that, it's just crazy. So then, 
<coughs> what do you think's going on in Portland, right? Some of you moved here from Portland. Uh, Portland, this report today I read, crime is skyrocketing, 2020 versus 2021. Burglary is up 19%, motor vehicle theft up 51%, robberies up 42%, total crime 25%, right? I mean, now, these are the experts following the science. This is what's going on in Oregon. Now, now someone told me the other day uh, that one of the car dealers in our, or one of the car salesmen in our church that sells cars said that, you know, a couple years ago, everybody coming in buying cars were from California. You know what they said now in the last month where they're from? Oregon. <laughs> Wonder why. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, because the, uh, the news reported today that fentanyl overdoses are the leading cause of death of Americans between 18 and 45. So you all know that heart disease is the number one cause of death in America, period. But between the ages of 18 and 45, it's fentanyl. Now, do you think that our government has anything to do with that, right? Making it legal, allowing it to come across the border every day in boatloads and truckloads. And, right? I mean, uh, in fact, I have another stat for you here. Synthetic opioid overdoses... Uh, 2017 was about 29,000, 2018, 32,000, 2019, 37,000, 2020, 57, 2021, 72,000. Does that seem like we're following the science and everything's going in a good direction? No. It seems like more and more Americans are overdosing of fentanyl. Why? Because we have states saying that everyone should have it. It's good for you, right? Now, the Bible says the wisdom of the world is foolishness of God. It's not just foolishness of God. It's foolish to me, right? I mean, it's just ridiculous. I would not want my kids to grow up in a state that the government says everybody should be allowed to have some fentanyl in their pocket and make it legal, right? I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, but they will still continue to say, hey, we're following the science, and we're not following that science. I would ask you right now, how many of you heard that on the news this week? Raise your hand. <laughs> You're not going to hear it. Why? Because they don't want you to hear it. They want, because... Remember, the Bible says there's a battle between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And what does the kingdom of darkness want? To kill, steal, and destroy. The kingdom of darkness wants to ruin people's lives, right? And so what better way to do it than get into some politicians and get them to make weird laws that ruin people's lives, right? But God wants to use you to bring light to this world and to bring good news, to bring the gospel to people, to invite people to church and tell people there's a better way to live, right? You don't need 40 hits of acid in your pocket, you need Jesus in your heart. Way better. Right? I mean, it's like so much better experience. And so Paul's saying the wisdom of the world is crazy, right? In verse 21, Therefore let no one boast in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, uh, or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come, are all yours. And you are Christ, and Christ is God. So uh, Paul's just saying, hey, look, you know what? You don't want to... Uh, be a spiritual baby. You want to grow up spiritually. And, and you don't grow up spiritually by following the wisdom of the world. You grow up spiritually by following the wisdom of God, by reading your Bible, by praying, by going to church, get involved in some ministry, start serving, and, and pray, Lord, help me how to put things into practice. Help me to be a doer. Change my heart, right? And, and Paul's going to talk about this as we go through the book of Corinthians about growing spiritually, and he wants that for you. Why? Because it blesses your life, Right? The more spiritually mature you are, uh, the more spiritual strength you have to help others and to love others and be a blessing to others. And that's what God wants to do in your life. And so uh, we're going to have to stop there because we're out of time. Let's bow our heads and let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we thank you that you 
allow us to come every week and study your word and grow in our understanding of your word. And we pray, Lord, as a church, that you would help us all to grow. Lord, that all of us would desire, Lord, to be doers of your word. We don't want to be hearers only, deceiving ourselves, but we want to be doers of your word. And so we pray, Lord, that you would stir our hearts, that we would ask you, Lord, to change us from the inside out. Lord, that we would grow spiritually and become strong by reason of use. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you